This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by Spectacles. Spectacles are a new technology of glasses that block out every harmful ray imaginable, from infrared light to ultraviolet, and everything in between, keeping your eyes safe and your vision top-notch. Laser eye surgery can be expensive, and the recovery can be long and tedious. Spectacles make preserving your eyesight affordable. Just listen to this satisfied customer. Here, try these on. Okay. What do you think? I can't see shit! Spectacles do take some getting used to, so if you call within the next 10 minutes, we'll provide a seeing eye dog for the first month absolutely free. Thanks, Spectacles. Now I don't need to worry about losing my eyesight. Spectacles. See what you've been missing. Hello and welcome, one and all, to the TDLA podcast. Today the dudes get all kinds of nerdy, getting nostalgic about video games, which of course leads them to talking about Trump's recent statements on the subject. Then Watson writes an empowering letter to Jordan Peele to congratulate him on his recent Oscar win. Then in a jealous rage, the dudes play Pitch and Flicks, where they pitch some of their own ideas for possible Oscar-winning films of the future. What's this? A kid's first time on live television seems like a great opportunity to play Don't You Dare Laugh. Then listener emails an arousing debate on mountains versus beaches. And get this, gang, they close with a letter written from the president himself. You're gonna want to strap in for this one. Keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times. We may encounter turbulence on the TDLA podcast. Oh, man. It's that time again. It's that time again. I look to this, I look forward to this time throughout the whole week, and then when it finally comes. It is something that is magic. <laughs> Wait, Find do I it. Have it. Find there it is, right there. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, also, thanks again to our audience for Yay! coming. Yay! Thank you, live audience. I know that it's like tough to fit everyone in here. Yes. But uh, we do have a good show planned for you, we do. and hopefully, you enjoy yourselves. I think you will. Can I just say? I know it's a little presumptuous to assume that you will enjoy yourself, but I really think you will. Just stick out with us. <laughs> you guys, you're looking sexier than ever. I'm just saying, I think this is our sexiest audience, Sean. I don't know what you think. I mean, I'm looking at a couple and I'm like, our show's getting popular, man. Heck yeah, with the ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. But you know what uh, I say to the ladies? What are you talking about, freaky woman? <laughs> deaf. Most deaf. And then they say... <laughs> if you can't tell, me and Sean are like, we gotta use these sound bites yeah. more. <laughs> got all these sound bites and we forget to use them. So yeah, now dude. we're like, maybe we're overdoing it. I don't know, but dude, how's your week? My week's pretty good. <laughs> or was your week? Is what I meant to say. Yeah, man, it was good. Um, still just grinding away, like yeah. always. Yeah. But um, I had some some cool experiences. Please share with us all. So, as you guys may have heard in previous episodes, I do a lot of delivering for Postmates. And uh, you know of one story I'm going to get to, but I'm actually going to share a story that I came for that I have not told you. Ooh, I'm excited. I've seen you twice in the past week, and I keep forgetting to tell you this. Ooh, okay. So, I'm out delivering, and 
I'm by like Santa Monica area and I get this order and the name is Boogie Parker. Of course. Okay. Boogie Parker. And I'm like, that sounds familiar or it sounds like somebody important, like a Motown artist or something. I don't know. When you have Boogie in your name, you got to be down to Boogie. There's got to be something to it. So I look it up and guess who, guess who it is? Well, I don't know who Boogie Park is, but. Trey Parker's wife. Stop it. Her name is Boogie? <laughs> well, it's like she has a first name, and then Boogie's either a nickname or her middle name. Oh, wow. But she goes by that. Enough yeah. that she puts it on her Postmates. Well, if I, I, I Googled her, and it says that she's done like a lot of voices. Like, she's done voices on their video games and things. And oh, I didn't know that. So, um, but yeah, I'm 90% sure I delivered to Trey Parker's house. Whoa. I didn't got I like one of their housemates or whatever met me at the door, but housemates they have maids. Of course, they're wow. they're rich. Yeah, I guess if you're rich, you don't need to clean your own house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I if I ever get that rich, I I would feel so bad if I had a maid. But maybe maybe I wouldn't well, have time. So I mean, look at it this way: you're providing jobs. You know, like uh, okay, there are I people guess. who need the jobs. So I guess I guess also like I don't know. I also never really wanted to have a big home. Because I feel like that would, that for me would warrant getting some help. Oh, yeah. But maybe just maybe it is just coming from a place of like, you know, growing up we were always taught clean your room, you know, do this, do that, and if you don't, you know, you can't go do fun things, and that's obviously not applicable right now. But <laughs> but you know when people come but over, you especially, can't see the other half of his you room. You can't. But <laughs> this looks good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. That's interesting. That's so cool, yeah, that dude. was cool. Wow. Um, but but the story that you're you know about that I'm going to share with the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I was delivering kind of in the same area, a little bit north of Santa Monica, and um, this name comes up, and it's Brandon Beck, mm-hmm. and I I knew that I knew the name, and I was pretty sure I knew who it was, but I double checked and looked it up, and it's the CEO of Riot Games, Whew. League of Legends. Wow, and. I'm a huge League of Legends fan. Nice. And I actually, not even a week before that delivery, I applied at Riot Games for an animation job. So this was perfect timing. <laughs> it I'd was, say. it was crazy. It yeah. was like things were lining up. Like I had to know that they were hiring. I had to know who he was, and get a delivery for his house. So I'm driving to his house now. I'm a few minutes away. I'm like, I should probably like do something like take advantage of this situation. And, yeah. Um, so I got there and it was him. Like it was, it was the guy and he's, he's like mid thirties. He's a young dude. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I bring the food up to him and he meets me in the driveway and I'm just like, Brandon, it's really great to meet you. Yeah. Um, do, do you mind if I just have like a, a minute of your time? And he's like, sure. And I was like, you guys are hiring for animation positions right now of all levels from, associate to lead and i i applied for um for one and uh you know is there anything that i can do to to be considered for the position yeah and uh he he gave me his email and he's like send me some stuff and your resume (laughs) and so i sent that out but uh i I don't know i mean it it was a cool experience and he was really nice yeah but i don't don't know if my stuff is really what they're looking for maybe i'm just being self-deprecating but (laughs) But, like, it would be, like, I, I feel like the stuff that I have to show is more, like, Adult Swim style. It's kind mm. of simplistic animation. Um, and 
it would be like if I found a Disney animator and was like, hire me at Disney. They're going to be like, you're not ready for Disney, but <laughs> I would, I would love to work on like adult swim or, but it sounded like even, even if maybe I wasn't at, ready for an animation gig there, yeah, maybe he'd be willing to throw me something just yeah. to help me out. So, but I have his email now and I'm going to reach Don't. out again and dude, check good, in, but dude, good for you for like being brave enough to, to, to do something like it that. It was crazy. So. I mean, and I just kind of want to talk, use that to talk about like when you see opportunities, like jump on them, you know, totally. don't, but also there's like a fine line of knowing when it's the right situation and don't come off like too pushy or too annoying. Yeah. If he said no, just be like, cool, thanks. And like, yeah. be nice about it. No need to be mean. But, and if it was under different circumstances, like if we were at a video game convention and he was there, like. That's he probably is going to have his guard up there because he's surrounded by people who know who he is, and that's yeah. probably not the right situation to be like, "Hey, give me a job." Yeah. So this was a little more um, casual, I guess. Cool. And um, so I just kind of want to, you know, emphasize that of of knowing the situation, knowing what works. Um, but another example of that was when I first moved out here. Just a, within a couple of months, I was at a vape shop. And um, there was this guy in there in like a three-piece suit, and he was like, he had no experience with vapes. He was trying to just quit smoking. Yeah. And um, so I, I joined the conversation and was helping answer his questions. And he was talking about how he had just got back into town from Columbia. And I was like, well, that's interesting. He was out there for like eight months, you know. And mm-hmm. toward, after helping him, he's like, yeah, you know, I just I filmed a movie in Colombia about Pablo Escobar. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a producer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So after kind of I, I built a rapport with him and stuff, I just was like, hey, man, like you're a producer. I'm trying to break into entertainment. Like, would you know anybody that might be able to offer me like a PA or something? And he he liked that I was that I put myself out there like that. He liked right. that mentality and he yeah. appreciated it. So he got my info and I actually ended up working for that guy for a few months over the summer last yeah. summer. And we keep in touch and. He he hit me up recently saying I might need your help with some stuff. So Dude, see, that's great. So yeah, just Good for you, man. Just going back to you know, no, recognize when you have an opportunity and and don't let him pass you by cuz forever you're going to be wondering like, man, what what could have come of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So especially when you're in a city like LA and you're you're meeting important people left yeah. and right, you know, yeah. like opportunities around every corner, you just got to be comfortable you, enough to you do can't it. you can't wait for somebody to just approach you and give you something you know you really have yep. to go after it so absolutely so yeah that was my little spiel how was your week watson oh um my week was uh not as eventful i guess uh th- these were one of the weeks where like i put my head down <laughs> and just barreled through the week if that makes sense like i just don't get me wrong i, I had a lot of fun projects i was doing and working on, but like, um, it was just one of the times where I really would rather just be at the weekend. Right. <laughs> so, and I had some pretty fun plans, you know, for this weekend. So that's probably why. And, um, so, but, uh, also though, really cool thing happened this week is, uh, we kind of teased about it last episode or two episodes ago. No, two episodes ago, I think. Mm. Um, I was working, I've been working on a video with one of my favorite YouTubers. His name is Epic Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, 
And that's awesome, dude. Yeah. If, if for those who don't know who he is, Epic Lloyd uh, started the channel Epic Rap Battles of History. Um, he has on his side channel. He does something called Dis Raps for Hire. And through just association with people who I know, they he posted a Facebook post, and then they tagged me, and then, yeah, I just shot um, his last one, which came out two days ago, and then the next Disraps for Hire, which is the season finale, uh, I'm working on currently. So, oh, yes. stop it. Thanks, everybody. That's awesome, man. I mean, it, it's crazy. I knew even before this that you were a big fan of Epic Rap Battles and Epic mm-hmm. Lloyd. So, I mean, it just goes to show, like, if you work hard enough, you you might you might get an opportunity like that. Yeah, and and improv helped. Like, I know I keep saying improv, improv, and I know some of you who have zero interest in improv probably like. Shut up, Watson. I'm tired of improv. Um, <laughs> we just had like two episodes of improv. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go back Which to were great. Line. They were great. So <laughs> listen and shut up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, so it was. it's pretty crazy. And, and, and Lloyd is like super nice guy and like genuinely interested and very collaborative. And, uh, you know, I got to like pitch him some ideas of like the words because words appear on the screen as he raps. And um, yeah. It was so cool, and I'm just. Well, I remember excited. one was like he talks about something being a game, and so you made the words look like pong. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was one I didn't. I, I was actually worried to tell him, but I just did it and then sent it to him, and then yeah, he he sent back with notes. He's just like, I love the video game. That's so great. So, um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. So check it out, guys. Um, we talked about it on our social media. You can find it on TDLA Podcast. But obviously, go to the source. That's uh, Epic Lloyd. If you just go to YouTube and type in Epic Lloyd, you'll find it. It's yeah, his newest video. So yeah, but Fun what week. you were saying about improv, like he's he's kind of involved in the community. Yeah, did didn't you say he took a class with Paul Valancourt? Yeah, he was associated with Paul Valancourt. I think even all the way back from Chicago. And so, um, but yeah, he's out. He's out here. He started his own theater called the West Side Comedy. Definitely check that out. Um, With Nick Armstrong? Nick Armstrong. Uh-huh. He's the uh, creative director is what you call it, I think. I'm pretty sure. But, uh, yeah. So it was pretty cool. It, it's pretty yeah. insane. But fun week. So things it's been a real happening. fun week. Yeah. Things are definitely happening. Uh, but you bringing up uh, meeting the League of Legends guy kind of made me think about, like, video games in general. I don't think we talked about video games here. Do you play like computer games at all? I know you have a couple consoles. But... I have a I have a PC. I built a PC, and I point I'm pointing. You guys can't see it. It's in my closet. <laughs> okay, I haven't seen your so, tower. But I have over like 200, 300 games on there. Steam, and, uh, Steam, yeah. yeah. And so like I do, which I know a lot of you are like, what? But it's humble <laughs> bundles, so they all come with them. Um, so I was really into PC gaming for a while, but I just love controllers so much, and so that's kind of why and i've never i mean are you a big you said you're a big league player league of legends yeah i've been playing league for a few years now um nice one of my old co-workers back at verizon was really into it and he just he had like a little gaming den at his house and he just wanted someone to play with so but man the, the learning curve on that game is like oh really oh my god it takes a real second to like be to the point where people aren't pissed at you for, <laughs> for sucking. Yeah. But uh, I finally broke that curve, and it's it's fun to play now. And um, 
to be honest, it's the only video game company I've applied to since I moved out here because it's I love the art, I love the animation. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't necessarily going for video games, but uh-huh. if I did get with the company, it would be those guys. Nice. So. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge gamer. Like I I have a PS4, a Switch. You know, I do have my PC. I had an Xbox One not too long ago, but then ever since I moved to LA, uh, I don't have money friends, unfortunately, who play. And and uh, and for me as a gamer, online gaming isn't something that applies like that I really enjoy. I think we had a question asked a little while ago if we if we play MMOs, but um, yeah, I, I'm really more into story driven games, and so. Um, yeah, RPG w- stuff. Oh, definitely RPG stuff. Full though show, as I say. Gotcha. Uh, what kind of what kind of consoles? You had a PlayStation for a while. I had a PS4. Um, when I was working at Verizon, mm-hmm. and it was the white Destiny PS4. Ooh, nice. And uh, so I, were you a I, Destiny guy? I destinyed out for like a whole winter. Wow. With a, I had a buddy of mine that we would play online together and nice. got pretty into it, but. The first Destiny, at least, like, I didn't get all of the, the, what do they call those, downloadable DLC. Okay, yeah. I got, like, the first two, but what I was saying is, like, it just got a little repetitive. Okay. But the gameplay is awesome. Yeah, it felt like Halo. The PvP is great, um, but just, like, there's a lot of grinding to, like, level up and get gear Mm. and stuff, and it's, the, the missions are kind of, after a while, feel the same. Gotcha. But I haven't played Destiny 2 yet. Um, I sold my PS4 to move out here, well, which hey, sucks. Priorities. But I got a lot of good stuff in. I got Far Cry 4 in. Oh, I love Far Cry, dude. I'm so excited for Far Cry 5. I think by the time this, this episode comes out, Far, Far Cry 5 is out. Wow. I will probably not be doing anything else besides <laughs> playing Far Cry 5. You're going to know life the shit out of that. Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I love Far Cry. They're fun sandbox games, man. Like, they yeah. really... I'm a sucker for sandbox games as well. If they can, if they can incorporate a good story with sandbox games, then it just sucks me in, dude. I'm Did you so do uh, GTA Five? <laughs> what are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm cool. a huge Grand Theft Auto fan. Grand Theft Auto and Rockstar games, like, are in my mind, like, for, it always like it's a balancing act between Legend of Zelda and Grand Theft Auto Five, which is really funny because like story-wise they're so complete opposite (laughs) but you know they're both open world uh grand theft auto 5 is a little more story driven so that's why sometimes it balances but i love the world that zelda creates yeah so but grand theft auto series especially grand theft auto 5 just like and red dead redemption or well yeah two's coming out red dead redemption well what's the new one called am i calling it that red dead oh my gosh now i'm like worried isn't it just red dead redemption 2 no uh no because it's a prequel Oh, okay. I'm going to be... Or maybe it is Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go all the way back. What was your earliest memories of gaming? So the very first gaming console my parents allowed me to have was, of course, an NES. But the thing to remember... SNES? No, NES. Oh, wow. But the thing to remember, right, and the reason why Sean's like that is I'm not... I am 27, so I was... 90 i was like 90 at 94 i was like four years old no i was a little bit older so like 96 so my parents were buying 
old consoles. Because the Super Nintendo was out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and believe me, I wanted a Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they were like, no, this is the cheap one. Here you go. Now, now I'm not bashing the NES. No, it was, no. Money. <laughs> There's some home videos of me getting so mad at Mario and calling it weird because it was, uh, yeah, because I was so mad at it. My first, like, gaming rage. So nice. what about you? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. See, now I feel like a jerk because I was like, asked you a question. So I want you well. to go. My first memories, I didn't actually have a console. I remember my mom would take me to a babysitter who had a Super Nintendo. Nice. So I must have been three or four at that time. Yeah. Um, but the first console that my family ever got was actually a Sega Genesis. Yeah. So we were that was a the Sega one, family. That was my second one was a Sega yeah. Genesis. Yeah. Dude, classic console. Yeah. What was your game? Oh, man. Earthworm Jam. Earthworm Jam. <laughs> Earthworm right. Jam. Of course, Sonic. Yeah. Um, man, there was a Jurassic Park game, but it was so freaking hard. Which one? There was a few that came out. Was it the one where you could be a Velociraptor? I don't remember. There was a game, I can't remember which, because there are two Jurassic Park games, I think, that came out in the Sega, but there was one that I had where you could be a Velociraptor, or you can be a human, and, like, you jump around, and it was so hard, but, yeah. It we was had fun a lot. Though. I wish I could remember all the Genesis, but the next one. I have one. I still have mine. Oh, nice. <laughs> we should bust it out and play it sometime. I'm down. Yeah. You also have uh, 64, right? N64? Yeah, oh. but that's Todd's. Shout out to Todd for letting Is me it? borrow Oh, that. cool, cool. Yeah. But then I remember one Christmas, my dad on eBay, he got a Sega Saturn with like 50 games. Whoa. Like it was like a bundle. And that was that was a pretty crazy Christmas because that Jeez. was a lot of freaking games. Do you remember? Yeah. Did you ever play Gex? That's like the spy gecko? Yeah. Yes, I It have. was like a little raunchy. I think you would say like, damn in hell and stuff. Ooh. And I was, yeah, being a little Mormon boy is like, ooh, <laughs> this game is so naughty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so a lot of memories of the Sega Saturn. Um, I can keep going generations, but what yeah. you were going to say something. Do you remember what I was, was basically what you were going to do, say is that, so yeah, I went from NES to, funny enough, I never owned an SNES because I went from NES to Sega Sega. But, yeah, no, I, my personal favorite is Sega. <laughs> That's my favorite. I probably like blew up our listeners' ears by doing that. Um, but then it went from then PlayStation, which Ooh, was funny. I had to go to my friends to play the PlayStation. Well, my grandma bought a PlayStation because I think she wanted us to come over and play it. Gotcha. <laughs> so we came over and played the PlayStation a lot, and then Xbox came out, and then I was yes. living in a neighborhood. Where everyone owned an Xbox, and so game changer. Yeah, dude, I can't. I like. I'll never forget just begging my mom to buy me an Xbox uh, for Christmas, and then she finally did. And dude, <laughs> like, I don't know if you had these memories, but like, Xbox is kind of like the memories where I had, where like we would just play Halo for hours. Absolutely, Blood Gulch, dude. Blood Gulch. <laughs> yes, uh, swords actually, only, snipers only. So actually, the funny thing about the original Xbox is. Um, my dad came home and surprised us with it mm -hmm. and I didn't know anything about Halo. Yeah. So it came with Rally Sport Challenge, which was a racing game and Halo. It just came with them. Wow. And I hadn't really played them yet. And I was talking to my buddy and Hey, my dad got us an Xbox. Well, oh, what, what does it have? A racing game and uh, this Halo game. And my buddy's <laughs> like, you have Halo. <laughs> and we ran back to my house and I was like, 
blown away. I was nice. like, holy crap. Yeah. I remember when I thought the first Halo was like amazing graphics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Now we're two generations ahead of that. That's Dude. insane. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember playing Blood... Or yeah, Halo was a huge one that we'd all like connect our PlayStations together. Left 4 Dead. Land parties. Land parties. <laughs> uh, or maybe Left 4 Dead was 360 now that I'm thinking about it. I think it was. Yeah. But... Uh, what else did oh knights of the old republic Ooh. i would play that all day <laughs> they need um, a, they need to just update that the graphics well, for like the, i'm glad you mentioned that there's a fan it's called like apion or something look it up um but literally he's going through and using the unreal engine and is remaking the the game from scratch and then it's going to be since he since He's modding technically. It's illegal if you charge, so he's actually just going to release it for oh free once God. it's up. But you can follow him on Twitter and see like his progression and the graphics just look so good. <laughs> so I'm excited. I hope that EA doesn't destroy it because now they own the you know the gaming rights to make games. So I hope they don't crush his poor little dreams because it's so good. That's just so cool in today's day and age. Like. Fans can make video games like yeah. pretty easily. I mean, I'm sure oh, it's yeah. long and tedious, but they can. Yeah, this guy can just do this. Yeah, and I, that's crazy. what I love about Steam so much is like, like, so okay, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but <laughs> but like, so from Xbox, then I went to Xbox 360, and I was just an Xbox dude for a long time, and 360 was out for a long time. Um, like I said, Grand Theft Auto was my big series, but I had like once Wii U came out, I had a Wii for a little while. I played Skyward Sword, um, but yeah, the Wii U kind of like soured my taste on uh, Nintendo for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I'm glad they're back, and I have a Switch just chilling over there. So Switch has redeemed them for sure. Yeah, but uh, so what is your you personally? What is like your all time favorite? game oof so two things come to mind yes um one goes all the way back to the original xbox okay have you ever heard of a game called psychonauts yeah of course yes you know they have a vr psychonauts no yeah i'll have to buy it we'll play it dude it's great psychonauts blew my mind like it's a platformer you're this kid who goes to summer camp for kids with psychic abilities and Somebody is turning people into like mindless zombies. And so you have to go into different people's minds <laughs> and their minds are different levels. Yeah. And they each level in each mind has like its own style, its own physics. And you have to, you have to just fix them. You have to go into their mind and just figure out what's wrong. But they've got, they had one that was like, you go in and you're like on a like a chess board, not a chess board, but it's like a game board yeah. and with like Napoleon Bonaparte, and you, <laughs> just, you have to like go to these little t- townhouses and recruit people for like a war for the board. Yeah. Um, but it was just it was fun and it was hysterical. Dope. And I believe Tim Schafer, that's the guy's name. Tim Schafer. I, I believe they're crowdfunding the second one. And oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one who talked about that there's a VR version or yeah. I don't know if they released the VR ver- and maybe there isn't a VR version and I'm just talking out of my ass. But. but I just, I just remember the impression that that one made on me. And so it's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. But, uh, one that I think most people can agree on Bioshock. Dude. <laughs> 
it's funny because a lot of people are like the first one is the best one in my opinion i like the third one a lot oh really i, I know it's a controversial topic i just felt like the story was extreme like for me the third one is like very heavy the other two are for sure very heavy story but not as heavy as the third one yeah it was a great combination of story gameplay mechanics yeah so for people who aren't aware real quick it's basically like an underground city and the people who live down there like somebody invented these things that you can inject yourself with and give yourself like fire abilities or ice abilities and people got addicted to these and went crazy. Yeah. So you go down into this underground city with all these crazy people that have these crazy abilities, but it's just so immersive and the the environments are so beautiful. And Big daddies are so cool. Yeah, so then you have to fight these like sea Machine. diver dudes with yeah. like drills on their arm. But in the second one, you get to play as one. So yeah. you got to just run around with a drill <laughs> or you can attach a gun or whatever and just, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. And the endings are really fun. Yeah. They always have like a kind of a choose like good or bad ending and stuff. Um, yeah. So are you gaming anything currently? And then maybe we'll ask me the same questions. Well, um, when I when I get a chance, I got, I throw in a couple uh, rounds of league, mm. but I that's really all I have access to right now. Yeah, you're um, hustling pretty hard right now. <laughs> we play VR though. If for those who haven't that's, that's seen our, uh, you know, go to our Instagram and all that <laughs> stuff. You can see us play some VR for a promo video we did. But yeah, we've been playing some yeah. VR lately. You've got uh, you just got the bar fights VR, which yeah. is fun, <laughs> and we're and you discovered some new levels. Yep. Um, and then Justin Roiland's accounting, which is so good, just a hysterical yeah, a, little experience. I own a PlayStation VR for those wondering <laughs> which VR I have. It's so it's so great. I can't wait for more. And Rick and Morty's coming out soon, right? Yeah, I'm gonna get the physical copy of that one for sure. <laughs> I already pre-ordered it, <laughs> so yeah. I'm ready to go. What uh, was there a, a favorite all-time favorite of yours that we haven't? So I would say the game that like got me like that made me realize that like first really affected me and like officially because I feel like as a kid, it was more just something. Oh, this is something I just play with. You know, it's like a toy. You know, it wasn't something that had like deep meaning. But I remember when I got an N64 when I was 10 or 11 or no, I couldn't have been 12. So it was 10 or 11 uh, and I got ocarina of time and i know that's a lot for a lot of people but like when i first played ocarina of time i was like whoa like video games are a lot more than just play things like video games can affect you their art their and i know at a young age that's weird to say but but i mean that's that's how i felt that like video games were much more than than just a funny thing you play with it's like escapism, um, almost like film. or yeah. yeah, and now I have a dedicated Zelda shrine in yeah. my bookcase over here. Oh, yeah, Ocarina right there. Yep, I got Ocarina. I got the very first uh, Zelda game that's in box still. I have the second game. I have Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. I still need Skyward Sword, but I have Twilight Princess. Wow. Um, and, of course, um, oh, Wind Waker. And then, of course, uh, Breath of the Wild, which just came out, which, yeah. I don't – I didn't – I didn't play too much of the handheld games. That's something I know a lot of people are like, well, you're not a true Zelda fan. Um, <laughs> you can't but, get to all of them. There's a lot oh, of them, and they're long. There's so many. <laughs> uh, Did you yeah. have, uh, like, Game Boys? Hells yeah, dude. Pokemon. <sighs> I would Pokemon so much. And I know dude. you used to draw your Pokemon cards. 
So you were into Pokemon, oh, yeah? Oh, man. I mean, you're um, still into Pokemon. You were showing me your Pokemon Go collection oh, uh, yeah, yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes out of boredom, I'll still pull up my Pokemon Go and just see what pops up. And, um, But, yeah, that was a big part of my childhood. There were there were a few Christmases there that my, my grandparents were really on top of their, their Game Boy consoles nice. for me. Yeah. So it was like... It was like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, uh-huh. and then a Game Boy SP, <laughs> and it was like a different Pokemon each time, and yeah. it was, yeah, that was a good childhood for sure. Dude, that's awesome. What was the first one you had, blue, red, or yellow? Blue. Yes. Blue was my, it was my choice, and then as soon as yellow came out, I immediately got yellow, but I beat blue first. Yeah. So, and then was silver and gold, which one? Uh, gold. I had silver. But see, after about that time, that's when I started to get out of, unfortunately, the handheld stuff. Mm. Also because my little brother would just hog it all the time. And so I was like, well, I'm going to be a big boy and play console, which is so far from the truth. That was a little 10-year-old <laughs> me, not me now. Okay. It's all right. I had a 3DS. I, yeah. I, nice. So. Nice. Um, yeah. What, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, for me, currently what I'm playing, um, I never played, and I know I'm going to get... Th- stuff thrown at me i've never played a kingdom hearts game before but okay audience i know but i'm i'm making good of it because i got the remastered thing to get ready for whenever um the new one's gonna come out so i've been i'm almost beaten the first game nice and uh yeah we're going to uh yeah and then, like I said, as soon as Far Cry comes out, and I, I play VR, like, pretty constantly when I'm not editing and stuff. So I have a place in VR. Favorite VR game is probably uh, London Heist from the PlayStation Worlds or Batman VR. Finish out. Yeah. Have you played Batman VR yet? yet? We'll, we'll get around to it. Oh, man. I know. There's a whole world I have to show you. <laughs> what about, um, um, I'm sure, but did you... Oh. I have to give a shout out real quick to Naughty Dog Games because they're another, like I said, story-driven games and Telltale games mm. are a huge one. But I love like the Walking Dead series for Telltale. I love uh, Uncharted. Uncharted, and then like, Last of Us. Yes, um, I love those story-driven games. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 really surprised me. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. I think the last I one I played that one. was 13. But I think I played seven. I don't remember, but <laughs> nice. The one they're remaking with Cloud. I played that as a kid oh, and just seven. couldn't understand it. Seven. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, but did you get into Guitar Hero? Oh yeah. <laughs> I remember one time. I remember one time I would I to impress girls. Right. I would uh, <laughs> I'd bust out you know through the fire and flames on medium. Nice. Or hard, I can't remember, but I eventually worked my way up to hard, but I could just barely pass it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I I didn't fail basically. Yeah, it's not like I would do it perfectly, no. but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot about just classic rock because of the yeah. Guitar Hero franchise. Like there's still a lot of songs that just remind me of it, so. Dude, and then did you ever play Wii? A little bit of Wii. I never owned I, one. I worked at Best Buy when Wii came out. <laughs> oh man that was just kind of a crazy experience and i worked at the game department and so like literally eight ten times a day in like a short you know six seven hour shift not even that because i was in school so it was part-time but i'd get probably like 13 people 
coming and asking me if we had Wii's or calling and yeah, asking if we a... had Wii's. And like, it was such a huge phenomenon and I really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I, you know, I remember the big whole, like playing Wii's with your friends and stuff and, uh, making a, a, a me or whatever it was called. But yeah, Wii's were, they really kind of changed the way that people think about gaming. Yeah. Just, um, and it seemed like everyone wanted to come up with, come up with a controller or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, up until that point, all you had was the one controller in your hand and it was, you know, it was a very big, bold move of Nintendo to be like, to change that completely. Mm-hmm. What we know and think about. Um, but, uh, I worked at, Game Crazy, mm-hmm. which were the the gaming stores connected to Hollywood Video. Mm-hmm. Nice, <laughs> dating myself a little bit. Sure, but uh, that's dope. Right around the time that actually I was there for the Modern Warfare Two launch, Ooh. which was like when it came out, it outsold Mario. It became the highest selling game. Wow. Period. But yeah, I kind of missed that. That was a pretty chill job. Dude, yeah, that was it. Was it was fun? Best Buy was fun. I got to open up a Best Buy, which was fun. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, but I, so I was kind of a little out of gaming for a little bit when the Wii U came out. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought it was like an addition to the Wii. That's what I I thought too. I didn't even understand that it was a new console. Yeah. Like that's how poorly marketed and just, yeah, yeah, the Wii U is a huge flop. And then like we said, they redeemed themselves. They have. I think I saw that Switch is now the number one bought console of all time. Well, and and another thing that Nintendo has been really good at is making affordable consoles. You know? For sure. Oh, yeah. They've always been the cheapest. So Yeah, I would like them to pick up the pace a little bit on game and on what's available for games. Gotcha. But this one they did a lot better than the Wii U because there was like nothing for the Wii U for a long time. And so uh, are there any games you're looking forward to? Maybe then we can move on. Um, I haven't been following too much because I, I don't have a console to play it on, so... Mm. Whatever I play is probably going to be here. So. Right. Well, good. Uh, I mean, for me, I mean, I could just pull up. Here, I'll just do that. I have an Amazon list. I'm huge into Amazon, just so you know. Right. And uh, what I do is I keep a list on Amazon of, like, all the games that I want to look for. And, uh, dude, this year's looking fine. Yeah. Of video games. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty excited. So obviously, for sure, starting off is uh, Far Cry. Yes, uh, which you said is this month. It is this month. It's the end of this month, I believe. And then uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, for sure. Uh, Death Stranding. So Death Stranding is a game that is done by, and I'm terrible with names, but he did Metal Gear Solid. Oh, they've been having those crazy promos. Yeah. It has Guillermo del Toro in him, and it has uh, the guy, uh, shoot. The dude from Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Mads Mikkelsen. It's crazy, dude. It looks it looks like it's going to be fun. No one even knows what it is, yeah. but that's what's so fun that's about some it. some interesting marketing. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man. So there's a new Spider-Man coming out, and it's done by Insomniac Games, and they've done some really good games so far, so I'm hoping that this Spider-Man one's going to be awesome, because Spider-Man 2, did you ever play that growing up? One or two on the original Xbox. Yeah, I remember I would... they had all these cool costumes, and you could like shrink your character down and give him a big head. <laughs> yes, that was another thing. the The days of uh, cheat, cheat codes. codes. Yes, those were the good old days, man. <laughs> now you have to mod stuff in order to cheat, which is annoying. Yeah, or buy it. Yeah. Or buy it. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, dude, we could go into a whole other podcast about microtransactions. That was that was a big part of gaming for me as a kid was going online and figuring out the cheat codes for the game. Yeah. Tony Hawk was a big one. I mean, Grand Theft Auto, they had some cool... <laughs> they still have some cool ones. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But now everything's so linked to, like, microtransactions and online gaming that it's hard to do cheats because then you're unfair online. So that's annoying. Uh, Detroit Become Human, which that's coming out May 25th. My birthday is May 11th. What Sean, is that? I haven't Wink. heard of that. Det- uh, Detroit Coming Human. So it's done by. Um, hold on. It's called Quantum Quantum Dream. They've done games like. They're, it's a PlayStation exclusive, but they've done games <clears throat> like Heavy Rain, okay. uh, Indigo Prophecy. Okay. They did one with Ellen Page between yes. Beyond Two Beyond Souls. Two Soul. Okay. Very story driven. Not very like hardcore game like gameplay. But like cinematic, um, very games. cinematic, yeah, and like cho- RPG choice driven. But in this one, you you play as three different androids uh, in a futuristic world. And what's crazy cool is they said if you're if one of those three characters dies, the story progresses. Like without it's not them. like without them. Right, so gotcha. it's not like so that's insane. Um, I think that's it for. Oh no no! I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, God of War. Oh. The new one looks... <laughs> dope. Yeah. So they're kind of taking like a Last of Us approach where it's a little more narrative and realistic looking and not a hack and slash. So I'm pretty excited to see how that works. And I'm sure if you're a gamer, you already know, but they're moving away from the Greek gods and they're going into Norse gods, Nordic yeah. gods. So that's pretty cool. Very excited about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess you've done three God of Wars already with Greek gods, so it's yeah. like we've got to all the other guys think are dead. Outside the we box. gotta move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for cool. sure. Um, but yeah, you guys should let us know. Like, what are some games you like? What are what are um, games you're looking forward to? Let us know at TDLA Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us at TDLA Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. Um, what else we got? Well, real quick, um, I saw something on Reddit about Trump and video games. I didn't look into it, did you? Yes, I did. So... What's that about? So, the unfortunate incident which happened in Florida, the the mass shooting, has caused, which I'm very excited about personally, we're not going to go into the whole political discussion as far as, like, should guns be allowed or not, unless you want to, but I'm more, (laughs) I'm more focused on this particular part but um basically i feel that trump i'm just gonna say it you guys are listening to our express our opinion if you don't agree with us that doesn't mean you should be offended just means you know tell me your side i want to hear what you're saying you know but i feel that trump is basically trying to find any means to try and get people to agree with him that there's a problem without getting rid of guns and Uh so President Trump has now decided that video games, and if not just Trump, there's all there's a, there's a few video games are the problem. Violent video games are the reason for violence and mass shootings. Uh, so Trump actually, or not Trump specifically, but someone working for Trump compiled a video montage of basically um, disturbing video games, and it was shown at when Trump was making his point that violence in video games somehow connects to mass shootings, 
which didn't really make sense because you just showed the montage of like really disgusting or, or not disgusting, but just, you know, violence in video games. And then was like, this is it. This is why. And it's like, okay, you got to show statistics or something. Like, mm. how does it connect? So I don't know. I'm on the more side that video games doesn't make people violent lag does but (laughs) that's a stolen joke i've stole that but i'm i'm more into the idea that video games are a release for people they don't yeah i agree they don't teach you to be violent but it's like we all kind of have tendencies within us and video games are a release sure um just it's just like if you're angry and you need to punch a pillow or you need to scream like maybe you just need to sit down and shoot at something (laughs) but uh and, and without I, getting too political, yeah. I think we just need to address a mental illness issue and uh, possibly like a pharmaceutical issue. Yeah. Well, and I'm also, I'll also say if they're under 18, because here's another thing. A lot of mass shooters are not like only up until recently have they been younger. But even this last mass shooter, I believe, was over 18. But even then, if video games are to blame, who's giving them the video games? Their parents. Right. And so if you don't feel like your child should be playing these kind of games, don't give them the games like, or if they are without your, or, and then you find out about it, don't let them keep playing it. Like it's not, it's not video games fault. Like it's something that either we make the choice of buying or parents, if we're under 18 are making the choice to buy it for us. It's not the video games fault. I mean, yeah, as 27 year old men, Mm -hmm. Like we can we can play those things and it not affect us. Right. So should we have the option to play them taken away from us? No. Just because <laughs> it might for their argument it might affect young people. I don't know. Yeah. It's a it's a tough discussion, but I think I think the gun thing has a lot of variables to it, and we can't just point at one of them. Right. Exactly. And I, and I think in order to. I really think it's just him appeasing and trying to get people on his side to do something about it. But I don't think video games are just going to magically solve it. It's not video games, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. If you haven't seen the montage... Now, like I said, warning, it is graphic. That's the whole point of it. Um, But uh, just... What's funny is, is and what, not funny, it's not funny, but what makes, what's, what's kind of interesting to me is someone knew games going into it. Like there's some things in there that are deep cuts. That's not a good word to say, but there, <laughs> some of them are like games that have been made like kind of a long time ago that like weren't really popular, but that were used in this. So I'm almost like, which gamer betrayed us? Because <laughs> seriously, it, it feels like someone really knew video games who made this mon- who this gaming montage. I'll have to show it to you after the podcast. But gotcha. it's, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But hey, what do you guys think? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, please let us know. Maybe have a conversation. Yeah. If you're angry that we're, you know, like <laughs> for video games or you have a point you like to make, email us. We'll bring it up on the show. We'll talk about it. We're not afraid to shy away from that. <laughs> Um, not afraid to shy away from that. That's not what that means. We're not afraid to talk about it. We won't shy away. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Um, awesome. Well, let's get to some segments. All right. Cool. Let's do this one. And now you're invited to join Watson on empowering letters for important people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dear Jordan Peele, you are a god. And it's finally time that everyone else knew you were a god, because me as a comedy guy, I know you were a god. I watched your show every, almost every day. I would, I would listen to you being like Liam Neeson's or Game of Thrones's. I love those sketches. And now you're an Oscar-winning comedian. And I just want to say, can I take you out to a fine dinner and just look into your eyes and ask you all the many questions like, I'm white and I'm sad <laughs> that I am and how can I be better? And as a comedian, how do you make that step to comedy and to horror and 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 what are your influences and, and what makes you tick and what makes you do you like beautiful walks on the beach do you like candlelit dinners on a friday night watching stanley kubrick are, are, are you the kind of guy who likes farmers markets and and who doesn't mind a, a nice little captain crunch wings over at level up or do you play video games or was your Mad TV experience great? Why didn't you get on SNL? That sucks they wouldn't let you on SNL. I love you so much. Why won't you just make out with me? I'm sorry. I gotta speak the truth. Like, when you were up on stage in that white tux, Chelsea Peretti, she didn't even have a chance. Boy, I was up there. I wanted I wanted to be with you. And not what rhymes with that. <laughs> so please, Jordan Peele, from the bottom of my heart, Please keep making movies. Please keep being in the spotlight so that I can relive my fantasy. It's okay, bud. Magic! Yeah, As always. You're welcome. You're welcome, world. I'm sorry, guys. There was just an itch after that, after the Oscars. I just, I had to express my love, okay? Uh, I am a very straight man, but not straight for certain people. <laughs> If, if you had to, right? <laughs> yes. Man, if my mom's listening to us, she's probably very confused. Very straight, Mom. Sounds like Doing you might good. be, too. <laughs> I think we all are. We you know, all it's, are. it's 2018. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. No, um, I agree, man. Like, that was very well-deserved. And I hear I'm so happy. I hear he's working on his next thriller. Hells yeah. So. And producing some cool stuff. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Man. Um. But now it's time for another fun segment. It's time for... And now it's time to hear some Pigeon Flicks. Pigeon Flicks. Pigeon Flicks. Come on, come on. That's right. Woo! I love how I was like, and now it's time for... And now it's time for... <laughs> um... Thank you, uh, Patrick Coffin, for these oh, amazing segment intros. That cheesy, you're great. You, like Jordan Peele is up there, and then you. Okay, Ooh. that's. I mean, not like Patrick. Would, Patrick you know. can watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, shout out to Patrick Patchy Cough. Check out his YouTube channel. He's so good. He does um, uh, the the intros at the very beginning of every episode yep. too, where he details. So you all can the hear stuff, his voice so. all day. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, he's good, man. He's not British, but he's good. But yes, um, uh, Watson's favorite segment yes. and my close second. Yep, pitch so. and flicks. Um, it's been a while since we've done this one. At least it feels like in it. The, at least it feels like it. It probably is actually a lot closer than I'm thinking. But uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, Watson Who... and I are just hard at work coming up with yes. great ideas for yes. blockbuster films. Yes. And this is where we share them with you and each other and try and get them made and we all have fun you know yeah uh who 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 wants to go this time do you remember who went first i don't i feel like you did <laughs> the go Fleabos, for it right yes go for that's it that's a good one okay still so... still working on getting fleabos funded please but... <laughs> why isn't people throwing money at sean um <laughs> all right so this one is a this one is one that i came up with um, while I was in the back of a pickup truck with Robert Redford, Ooh. Uh, we were heading up the hills. We were doing a hunting trip uh, up through the hills of the Sundance uh, Mountains in Park City. Ah. And uh, while we were there, you know, we shot a deer. Unfortunately, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of hunting, but so um, so you agreed to a hunting trip when Robert Reddy <laughs> comes to you and says. We're going on a hunting trip. You don't say new, okay? <laughs> you were just hoping you did, you wouldn't find anything. Nope, I was just, I prayed. I was like, dear God, please don't let any wild creatures be in our path. Do you know um, I've gone hunting? Have I really in real life? Is this a real No, question? I have. You have. Yeah. Uh, I have, true. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the reason why I don't go hunting, sidebar, is because when I was a kid, I vividly remember when uh, the person who I was hunting with shot a, a rabbit. In the jugular, Ooh. and it lived for oh. quite an amount of time. Oh, and wow. if you haven't heard a dying rabbit, it is Oof. the worst thing in the whole world. So that's true. I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna go with fish. I fish all the time. Yeah, that's because they don't make sense. Because fuck fish, they're, <laughs> and they're delicious. Yes. Back to the story. So I'm sitting there, and I'm holding this dead deer in my arms. <laughs> is it dying or is it already it. dead? I'm I'm letting it just die gracefully. Oh man. And all of a sudden, I look into his eyes. And then the idea hits me. Okay? Small town, right? Everyone knows each other. This is the pitch. Uh, a man comes into town who who has not been home. This is his hometown in a long time. He shows up. Everyone's like, oh, Donnie! Donnie boy, they hug him and like, oh, like he goes into the corner drugstore. They're like, hey, Donnie gums on me. <laughs> and he goes into the bar and he's like, hey, drink all you want. First round. Um, <laughs> but then like he's like, there's one person I wanted to see. Right. And that's Stacy because we had a, a, a kindled, you know, relationship and I had to go into the big city. Well, he goes and all of a sudden knocks on the door, opens it up, this big lady, big fat lady's there. And he's like, you're not Stacy. And she's like, who's Stacy? And all of a sudden he's like, what? Then he goes back to the bar. Don't you know Stacy Caponetti? And he's like, who's Stacy Caponetti? Then he runs back to the corner drugstore. Hey, don't you have prescriptions uh, for uh, antidepressants for Stacy Caponetti? <laughs> he knows and what he's her like, prescriptions He does. <laughs> and he's like, don't you have those prescriptions? And he's like, Who's Stacy Cabernetti? Oh my god! And he's freaking out. He's pulling out his he's 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 uh, his lights going in a spiral. He falls down. He wakes up. The day plays over again, Groundhog's Day style. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he goes into the drugstore, and it's like, wait, that's not Mister Drugstore Guy from previous. Who is that guy? 
And then it just keeps playing and playing and playing, and all of a sudden everyone starts disappearing, and he just keeps reliving the days. Oh my god! Right? Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Give me money for that. That's I mean, come on, that's some great so, stuff right there. That's something you'd see on it, Netflix. Well, it sounds like it's still in the works. Like, do you have a, a resolution? I have a resolution, but I don't want to say it because then you know it'll ruin it for the audience. But let's just say, all right, I'll tell you. So everyone is gone it's just him a dog walks up and he's like it's only a dog left he grabs the dog holds him in his arms like this is how the idea came to my mind because i was holding this dead deer and he's like please don't leave me and all of a sudden the dog turns and talks to him and says you're in a simulation boom end credits oh my god and they just leave you that's it they leave you hanging baby Yep. <laughs> That's how I felt. That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. So That simulation theory is hot right now. It is. Rick and Morty's done it. <laughs> uh, everyone else has done it. Yeah. Matrix started it. So, um, who would be the guy? You know, I've told a lot of actors, you know, this role. And everyone's kind of cowering for it. You know, people have shown up on their front doorstep begging for this role. <laughs> And honestly, there's only one person who showed up who wasn't me, who wasn't like begging for this role. That I was like, you know what? You're the guy. And it was Christian Slater. Oh. Right? He's hot on Hot Robot. On. Um, uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. Yeah. Well, I, Robot. Uh, we also <laughs> just watched True Romance. Yes. Which was a. I movie. finally showed Watson. Uh... Yes. True Romance. For those of you who don't know, it's a 1993 film, I believe. Yeah. Written by Quentin Tarantino, but he didn't direct it. Yeah, it's the guy who did like Inside Man and a lot of like Denzel movies and stuff. Real but, fun. But yeah, great. Um, but yeah, I love Christian. Yeah, I think he'd be perfect. He would. Yeah. So, do you have a title for this one? This one's called, very simply backwards forwards where are we going it's why are you not here the trilogy so yeah i don't know why you're laughing so wait, wait. it's a serious title but it's one movie that's a trilogy it's one movie that's a trilogy i want to throw the audience off really bad okay and i want them to think that they're going to get another movie because it leave like it leaves them hanging and gotcha. we'll never make another movie so. that's that's next level. Thank you. So I like that, man. Let's give him one more applause for backwards, Thank forwards, you. where are we going, the trilogy. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> or where'd everyone go? I don't know. Give me money. <laughs> but Great. What about you? Um, I've been working on a, a murder, horror murder yes. thing. Slasher. I almost. love slashers. Um, so newly married couple. Okay. Is enjoying their new house that they just bought. Okay. Knock on the door. Okay. Husband goes to answer wait, it. Wait. By the way. Knock on the door. Like, okay. Just like that. Beautiful. It's night. It's yes. not raining. But. Okay. Uh, you kind of seemed upset. No. <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> well, raining. Well, because it's just cliche that it would be also yes, raining. Yes, agreed, agreed. But he answers the door. There's nobody. What? But he hears a whimper and looks down. Baby. Oh my Baby gosh. in a basket. Okay. So he's like, what the? So he brings the baby in. There's no note. There's nothing. Okay. And um, so they, you know, they spend some time trying to figure out what the hell and finally decide that uh, 
they're in they're in the legal means to adopt the baby and they would like to okay um so they do okay and the 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 point that the movie turns is when the husband walks in on the baby shaving his face at, at the young baby so this isn't like forward in time no, the no. baby's just shaving his face the baby is a grown man oh midget my gosh who little person is pretending to be a ba- little person <laughs> is that bad now see you growing up it wasn't a bad word i don't know i'm not i'm not one so i can't really say <laughs> but uh so wait this is like a horror version of little man or whatever exactly like the wayne's brothers did that one so the this this little man, yeah, he has a a, a rattle, but okay. it's made of steel, oh, and man. in the steel ball is human teeth. That's what makes the rattling noise. Wow! And he just beats people to death with this steel rattle. And he just like comes to different places, knocks on the door, and then just hides in the thing. Pretends to be a baby. They wow. they take him in, and then he goes to town. Dude, yeah, that's insane. Wow. So, so, uh, so that's what, that's it. That's, that's basically the gist of it. Yes. Dude, that, I mean, works good for me. Wow. Okay. So how much money do you think you need for this? Is the baby CGI or are you going to use like a real baby? Him. Right. Are you going to do how they did it in little, little man? man where it's like an actual little boy, but then they just put on <laughs> Mr. Wayne's face? Well, it depends. Like I said, depends on who plays him. If we get a little person to play him. Yeah. But I, don't I know think if there's someone little enough that's like a baby size. <laughs> that's true. Maybe the audience would catch on. They're like, "That's not a baby." <laughs> <laughs> but the main character's just man to baby. Yeah, so we'd have to do it like little man. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just seem so sad that that's how you have to do. So it. that being said, I'm thinking. Yeah. Who? Yeah. How much money? Oh, money wise, I don't know. Um, under twenty mil for sure. Okay. 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 Twenty mil. And then who'd play the baby? Willem Dafoe. <laughs> There's no other option. Now that you say that, yeah, there right? is no other option. Can you imagine a little Willem Dafoe beating yes. people to death with a steel rattle? It's terrifying. <laughs> and needed. Come uh, to baby. Oh! <laughs> what about the who pay the parents? The, the... Um, can I pitch can I pitch one for the husband? You've got a husband? Yeah. Let's see it. William H. Macy. Oh, nice. Right? He's getting up there age-wise, though. I was thinking a younger see, couple. But the, see, I'm thinking you can do a whole backstory of, like, they've tried to have a baby their whole life. So that's why they take that's him in. That's why they take him in. Just a pitch. This is your idea, though. Maybe it's one of those, like, older husband, young wife. He's kind of getting Ooh. to the point where, yeah, they're having a hard time having a kid because he's, he's you know, there comes okay. a point where you can't have kids. So Then who would play the wife? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer She's Lawrence. hot right now. She's very hot right now. I mean, came from mother. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. And what's the title? Uh, baby face. Baby face. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and the tagline, if you don't mind, I'm gonna pitch the tagline would be, "Don't put baby in the corner." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's give it up for oh, Sean. Wait, wait. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, now yeah, let's but let's give it up for Sean. All right. <laughs> Ooh, two good Thank ones. Thank you. Yeah. Two Oscar potentials. I mean, if Lady of Lady in the Water won, no, I'm just kidding. I love I love Lady in the Water. Yeah, Lady in the Water. <laughs> Shape of Water is what I'm trying oh, to say. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> oh, brother, that's awesome. All right. Ooh, it's time for your favorite. 
Are you ready? Don't you dare laugh. <laughs> I mean it. All right. Uh, so as you heard on last episode, we changed the order a bit of our episodes. So this is actually happening after Paul's episode. Mm. Uh, so what I'm about to say makes sense. I really failed on Paul's episode. I did really short clips and those were not your favorite. <laughs> I died at them because I love video clips that are so quick that end because it just... Makes me laugh so hard, but I'm trying to redeem myself this time. Well, the time. thing is, is like, I just missed him, so mm. I'd have to watch him a second time, but that's all right. Okay. So. Thanks for making me feel better. No, no. Um, I think you went last time, so I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so this first one, we were talking about VR, and um, one of my favorite videos clips to do is to watch people play VR for the first time, Oh. and so that's what this one is. Let's hit it. All right. This is science fiction. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh! This is an old lady playing VR. Why? Like standing on a Marty, beam looking over a city. Marty, you better give me a heart attack. You won't have to put no, me in a nursing okay. home. Oh. Come after me, though. Oh my! It's okay. Oh my God! <laughs> son, of, son of a bitch! <laughs> Wow. <laughs> now a T Rex is coming after. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> I got you, dude. VR, VR is insane. Yeah, dude, it's so good. I've I I can't play VR horror games. I can play horror games, especially like uh, Until Dawn. I can play that for sure. But yeah, VR horror games, I can only get through like a little bit. You have one where it's like you ride on a roller coaster through mm -hmm. like a, like what do they Haunted call it? Carnival. Carnival, yeah. And you shoot at clowns and shit. And I haven't yeah. played it yet, but I watched someone play it, and it's pretty fun, but it terrifying. Looks pretty terrifying. I can't do it. But um, cool. Um, okay. So this one is like, it's just an auctioneer. Okay. But. The first half of the clip is just him talking, and then the second half is it slowed down, and I just found it to be funny to okay. hear it slowed down. Let's hear it. So, you bought him. Hey, Bonigo! How to be better to buy get along? Oh How to be better to buy but get to He's be not saying any words! So we've got. Uh. <laughs> He's not saying anything. I think I think auctioneers worked before we had like slow mo technology. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> you're like, oh wow, this guy's like counting numbers really fast or yeah. something. But now you're like, no, he's just babbling. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then he's throwing in like 40, 45. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Um, I don't know. That's great. Uh, so for this next one, I'm going to hit you with two kid ones. Um, just, but they're in one clip? No. Oh, the next the two. The next one is also a okay. kid one because I know <laughs> how to get you. 
because I'm redeeming myself. This cute little girl is trying wasabi for the first time. (laughs) Begin. Want to try wasabi? No. You want to try it? No. Okay. Wasabi. (laughs) Do you want to try it? Smell it. Smell it first. Send help! <laughs> I'm sorry, that is like comedic timing gold. Yeah. Like she, I know she, I'm sorry, everyone watching at home, I'm worried I'm going to pull these down. Um, yeah. Why give it to her? She said no. Right. <laughs> That's my thought. Yeah. But maybe she just saying no and then, but it's so cute. Help! <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one was that was on the front page of Reddit recently, but I was thinking about playing that oh. one, so I'm glad I didn't. Otherwise, we'd both have the same. <laughs> I'm waiting to the day that we do both. I think that would actually be really fun. <laughs> All yeah, right, so this got? one is just... Don't do hard drugs, kids. Oh, no. <laughs> this is just a, some crackhead. Okay, let's hit it. <laughs> Crack kills. This is a lawsuit Say, get out of right here of what get is for the yes, or what is for missiles and national security of the United States and blowing the cover of ketchup, mustard, and yes, of an architect company that is for international. You can face the federal pension. Now US Marshal, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say or do would be used to you against court law. What's happening? <laughs> oh no. She started reading him his Miranda rights. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I was almost more feeling sad at one moment. At first, I was like, this is hilarious. And I was like, this is kind of sad. What, was she arresting him or making him a sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> or trying to like get him to believe her Ketchup conspiracy mustard. theory podcast. I don't know. That's interesting. That's hilarious. Uh, it's sad to me, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's sad. It was crazy, too. She's a pretty girl. Like, yeah, uh, she... It, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, don't do drugs, kids. That's right. what this one means. Uh, this next one is my one of my favorite clips of all time. Like, Ooh. it's another kid clip, and you might have seen it because it got really popular, like 2015-ish. This kid, I just want to be this kid. You know, it's one of those videos where you where you hope to grow up to be like this kid. <laughs> It's a little bit long, so we'll we'll stop it when it gets a little stale. But let's hit it. Okay. One second. What did you think about the ride? It was great. And apparently, I've never been on live television before. But apparently, sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. And apparently, every time, apparently, Grandpa just gives me a remote after we watch the Powerball. <laughs> Tell me about the ride. What did you think about the ride? Well, it was great. <laughs> because apparently you're spinning around. And apparently every time you get dizzy. Yeah. That's all you do is get dizzy. There's one more part. Yeah. And I've never, ever been on live television. I never, ever be on live television. Are you excited? Yeah, and apparently I only went down the super slide. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Half to death. Half to death. 
Yeah, so this was one of the videos that went super viral, and then Ellen brought him on, and now mm-hmm. he had like a whole segment called like the Apparently Kid, because that's what he became is the Apparently, because he just says Apparently, Apparently, apparently. I-, I love the moment too. If you guys watched the video or haven't seen the video, there's a moment where he literally like the camera guy like just gets right up in his face, and he's like, Apparently, I've never been on live television <laughs> before. <laughs> it's like, oh man, but I just want to be this kid. He's that's so great. great. Yeah. All right. Final one, dude. Another uh, anesthesia. Oh, you got to hit me with the anesthesia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so this kid, I, it's kind of a long video, so I cut it down to 30 seconds. But the first half, he says something inappropriate. And the second half, he apologizes, but to the wrong person. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's just staring up at the ceiling the whole time. He's not yes. really paying attention to who he's talking to. So. <laughs> How's it going? I heard you're having a good time. Oh, I'm having a good time, alright. You are? Yeah. Good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Show me your tits. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Hey, Mark. Hey, guys. How you feeling? Pretty good. I heard you were feeling good. Yeah, sorry for what I said earlier. Oh, I wasn't in here. Did you say something mean? Yeah, I said something. I said I told her to show me her tits. I didn't mean to, you know. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Ending strong. Yes, you did. <laughs> I just love how like serious he is throughout the whole thing. He's just like, yeah, I'm sorry what I said earlier, but just like super straight faced. Show me your. Oh wait, we got. Oh. Show me your tits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fun. A little fun humor. <laughs> oh, man. That's fun. Oh, man. Well, it's time for our final segment, oh. which is called You Know. You've heard it before, ladies and gentlemen. Initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. Woohoo! That's right. It's that time again. Sweet. Yeah. We love it when you guys write in and ask us questions and do. makes for fun conversation. It we've, does. We've played Would You Rather. Yes. We've, we've talked about our favorite music albums and right. what we do in hypothetical situations. And yep. It's been great. So it's been. Email us, guys. TDLAPodcast at gmail.com. Whatever you like. Whatever you want to know about us. Whatever you're feeling, you know. So what do we got today, Wadi? So the first one we're going to start off with is mountains or the beach? Ah, because we're both from Utah. Yep. Grew up near mountains and now yep. we're at the beach. So Yes, sir. Which one do we like better? Whew. Do you want to go? Whoever. What? I have a very strong opinion. Oh, well, let's hear that. Call me a... Uh, Old country boy at heart, but I've heard mouth. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just because like I have such fond memories growing up. Like I, I lived in a very small town. Shout out to Marysville. Um, but literally, population was like two hundred. Wow. And uh, I remember, you know, like as kids, we would like run up into the mountains and like, like uh, you know, disc- you know, fish and like go on these adventures and. Uh, so yeah, that's why like Stranger Things has like 
a real big place in my heart because like our our town was even smaller than that town hawkins and so like we didn't have a high school oh no we did have a high school so it was pretty close to hawkins (laughs) graduating Um, class of 10 (laughs) pretty much yeah um nice yeah it was pretty great um but what about you (sighs) well growing up around the mountains um I always envied the beach. Mm. Um, but as I got into my adult years, I got into snowboarding. Yeah. I got into... You snowboard? Yeah. Dude, we should snowboard sometime. Yeah. I haven't snowboarded since like, in like six years, but, <laughs> but <laughs> Love we should. It. So snowboarding helped me appreciate the mountains. Um, I've, I've been camping my whole life. I was a Boy Scout. Love camping. Yeah. But, uh, you know... I do love being near the beach. I love spending days at the beach. It's super relaxing. Yeah. But I am missing the mountains. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like the beach was, it's really pretty and like, but there's just not a whole lot you can do there. Like you can swim and like fish and stuff, but like, I If don't you're know. a surfer, I'm sure that is a huge factor yeah. for appreciating the beach. But like, I don't know, for the mountains, there's so much variety, like like especially in Utah we have like red rocks and then like we have you know like your aspens and like just these beautiful like yeah. i don't know yep um back in Utah in Orem in Provo Canyon actually there's this really cool um paved like uh jogging trail that goes like 5 miles up the canyon oh cool and during the spring and summer, one of my favorite things to do was longboard that trail. Nice. And it's like it's like forty five minutes from beginning to end. And there's no there's no like cracks in the pavement. It's one long Beautiful. smooth ride. There's mountains on both sides. There's like a stream next to you. There's waterfalls. I mean, it was one of the most relaxing things. So there was that. There was snowboarding, camping. Yeah. So yes, I do love the mountains, but I have enjoyed a lot of a lot of beach days out here. Nice. But yeah, I probably need to spend more time there, but I also hate sand. <laughs> hate sand. Uh, cool. Another listener email we got, and no worries, Brad, you did get in just in time. Um, Brad says, "Did you guys watch the Oscars?" Yes. Yes, we watched. Uh, them we watched them together after recording with Paul. Yep, exactly. Who did you think got s- snubbed, and who did you think got the win? What do you mm. think? I have my, once again, I have a very strong opinion, so I'm ready to go. You think it just means overall best picture? Yeah. Who, who do you think? Like, I think he means like, who, who are you glad who won? Who do you wish who would have won? You know, I don't even know if I can answer the question because I still haven't seen shape of water. It's good. And I still haven't seen phantom thread. Even though, even though Paul Thomas Anderson is like one of my, if not my most favorite director. Yeah. I just haven't gotten around to phantom thread yet, but what it's a weird thoughts? choice for him, I feel like. Yeah, Doesn't I'm curious. Doesn't it feel really, at least in the trailers, it feels different than all his other stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it was an interesting theme. That's why I'm curious to see what he does with it. For sure. So I'm, I'm sure he makes it interesting. I'm sure the cinematography is fantastic as always because that's what he's really good at. And, I, I mean, you can't go wrong with D-Day Lewis, man. I mean... Especially where no. they're saying it's his last one, like yeah, that he's quietly retiring. But of course, all of us are like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" So, yeah. um, uh, who are you glad who won though? You can at least say that because I think we just mentioned it a little bit. Unless you don't agree. What Shape of Water? No. Uh, oh, Jordan get out. Peele, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
for, for screenwriter? Yeah, for sure. No, I. That's uh, the same with me. I just me. recently you let me just recently borrow Get Out, and it was my first time seeing it, and it was cool because I had really no context going into me it. Me neither. So, yeah. Um, and the thing that I liked about Get Out was they. Like, for the whole movie, you're thinking, like, you kind of know where it's going. Yeah. Right? You're like, yeah. oh, it's a hypnotism movie. I mean, even if you watched the trailer, you kind of felt like you knew. And so, the way that they twist is it was awesome. Yeah. So. If you haven't seen Get Out, see it. I don't think I gave away too much, because I really think that they hint at that just in the trailer. Yeah, so. yeah, I think so. I think that's a good good way <laughs> to say it. Um, cool. Yeah, for me, it was the same. I loved... I loved um, that Jordan Peele won, obviously. You heard my letter. Um, but also, he has, he has a picture of Jordan above his bed. <laughs> oh, did I say that? Uh, um, no. But also, well, who I think got snubbed, who didn't, who should have won, is Baby Driver for editing. Uh, I know Dunkirk, Dunkirk won, and Dunkirk did a great job because the pacing is really good. And sound editing, I definitely want to give to them because that was an, a really good um, see, yeah, that's sound another edit. one I still need to see. Dunkirk? Yeah. Have you seen Baby Driver? We saw it. Yeah, we, we saw Baby Driver. Yeah. And I agree, man. Editing. I mean, well, and like editing I said, in any of Edgar Wright's films. Exactly. <laughs> and then this one they had to do like on set while they were filming because they had to make sure timing was timed out to the music because the music was, was Lots of editing the music, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of my thought um i think there's another question now oh uh, yeah sorry if you have something else to say i don't i don't know if it's uh something to really say but do you think baby driver got shafted because of maybe who was associated yeah, with that's it? what i kind of mentioned uh when we were watching it I, I i that's what i think i think they didn't want to give an oscar to a movie that had Kevin Spacey in it so but I, and it's i understand possibility and i understand so. but what sucks is he it, other people shouldn't be blamed for his mistakes, especially Edgar Wright, who did amazing. So. Maybe whoever voted in the Academy was mad that he didn't grab their dick. <laughs> um, and last one is who is your celebrity crush? Who? Um, well, from childhood, like Jennifer Love Hewitt, she was a big like nineties crush girl. Hey, J J Lo Hugh. And she's I mean, man, I don't know how old she is, but it doesn't look like she's aged at all. No. <laughs> no, she's very pretty. Um <clears throat> Off the top of my head, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, I think we can all agree on like Emma Watson and Very pretty, yeah. <laughs> shit like that. I'm not related. <laughs> so I can say that. Maybe if you go back far enough. <laughs> I checked. Okay. <laughs> That's the first. I went to Ancestry.com and I was like, nope. Okay. Whew. I'm good. All right. This isn't uh, weird. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm always attracted to like when it comes to like actors, like how good at acting they are. Ooh. So Frances McDormand, who won Best Actor, Actress. Um, for three billboards. For three billboards. She has been my my crush since... 2008 because i saw fargo for the first time in 2008 and her in that i think that's her other oscar she won for uh was in fargo and yeah dude she is so good yeah she's so great um but yeah 
And then Jordan Peele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great. Cool. So, yeah, I think that's it for uh, listener email. Thank you, everybody. If you would like to submit a question, please do so at tdlapodcast at gmail.com. We answer them here. Have a debate with us. Call us fat and ugly. We'll read it on here. <laughs> so Yeah, thank you, audience. Let's give a round thank of applause. Thank you, thank you. Keep everyone that wrote in. Thank you. Um, We do have, so... Typically, we close out with an excerpt. Yeah, guys, this is a big deal because, <laughs> you know, I did a empowering letters to the commander in chief, Donald Trump. And what happened, Sean? He he wrote in. Now, we're not supposed to say that, <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 he got our email. Apparently, he's a listener. He's a huge fan. Yeah. And. He sent it in, he's, so... He's trying to help us get Flebo funded. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, like, you know, if the President of the United States writes to you... You read that shit. You read it. So, Sean, Good or if bad. you would. So, the President, um, he has he has a couple thoughts. He has some questions. Even some of them are it's a little rhetorical. Hard, it's a little hard to, to understand some of this, so just bear in mind. All right. Hello, two dudes from a foreign-sounding country. My name is Donald. Please do not refer to me by that name if you choose to read my questions on your show, because it will make my press secretary mad. I am supposed to be doing sit-ups right now. (laughs) It has come to me on good authority that you answer difficult questions. I'm very sad that you choose not to address politics, because I have to look at Wikipedia a lot, and it's very boring. Please inform my press secretary if you ever change your mind, but do not tell them I asked you to. (laughs) Here are some questions I have. I'm sure people have them, too. If you don't answer them, I will push my red button at you. (laughs) How do you listen to your radio broadcast? My phone has a number on it, and my bodyguards won't tell me what it is. If I'm not watching a movie about clowns, how do they fit so many people in the screen? I have no idea. Should I purchase a killer whale and name it Spencer or a beluga whale and name it Harvey? Um, I think belugas are nicer. I'm just going to put that out there. Do beluga whales eat puppies? If not, how many kittens? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Uh, Where's North Korea? Is it close? If so, how close (laughs) is it? Do they have strong muscles there? (laughs) I don't know. The Olympics just happened. Did they have any strong people? I didn't notice. I didn't watch it. What makes pee-pee yellow? Follow-up. Why do Fruit Loops make it green instead of yellow? Additional follow-up. If I don't eat the green Fruit Loops, what color will it be then? Oh my god. Guess what? I saw a bazillion pies at the store the other day. Wow. Where is California? Is it close? <laughs> close to where? Yeah, closer than <laughs> North Korea. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I thought of one question, but then I forgot it. <laughs> Wait, you forgot I am bored now. What time is second lunch? Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) This is a different question. Maybe it will help me remember the last one. How can I drive to the moon? I would like to play golf up there, but not with those robots on the TV who are bad at golf. I am good at golf. Oh, my gosh. AOL.com. PP videos. PP videos. PP videos. Tell me how to fix my internet. I want to read about the moon, but when I type it in, nothing happens. Oh, hello, two dudes. I forgot you were here. I have to go read about the moon now, but my internet is broken. Bye-bye. Wow. Let's give it a, like, the, you know, the commander-in-chief wrote us. Let's give an applause, audience. 
Wow. That was thought provoking. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting on that one for a while. Gotta marinate. Gotta marinate on that for a sec. Whew. So yeah. Wow. That was a uh, another exciting episode of the TDLA podcast. Is it already over? I pr- Sean. I mean, we could sit here for a while and stare yeah, longingly just, into each other's eyes. Let's just sit here for like a second and just let us marinate. Okay, thanks, Sean, <laughs> for ruining that. All right. All righty. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. Um, Thank you, guys. Follow us on uh, or at TDLA Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and email us. Um, questions, funny clips, your thoughts on topics we've discussed at tdlapodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And remember, we're now on Google Play, so check us out on there. Uh, thank you, Patrick Coffin, for making all that stuff for us. Also, please check out the Disraps for Hire that I edited for Epic Lloyd. Thanks, everybody, so much. I love you. Bye. Bye.